Four minutes. If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. Welcome, everyone. I am very excited to be with you tonight, and I am actually in Houston, Texas, as we speak. I am at the Right Body for You class, and oh my gosh, uh, it's an amazing class. I'm just so thrilled to be here, and uh, I'm not the same being I was last week, so I can't wait to see what this show is going to be all about. So tonight, we are welcoming an amazing friend of mine and my guest, Kathleen Connor, and we're going to be talking about, will you get down off the cross for consciousness? Now, I know just with having Easter pass, that may seem a little blasphemy, and I'm just going to invite you to just stay tuned, because it might actually surprise you what we have to share. So last week, we actually had the show I did, Are You a Fool for the Wrongness Game? And how many places and spaces did we go with that call? That was amazing, and it certainly didn't show up the way I expected it to either. So how's it get any better than that? So before we get started with the show, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself and invite you into more possibilities. So I am a possibilities coach, and I love working with individuals and organizations to co-create the living and loving with all the possibilities available in the universe. I am an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Bars Facilitator, Energy Healer, Radio Show Host and Producer, and so much more. I love being different. Are you willing to be different for what you desire? My programs assist you in bringing more possibilities to actualization. Connect with me if you'd like to learn more. While I do charge for my services, the first five minutes are always free. So ask yourself, are you ready for more now in your life? So today, are you willing to get down off the cross for consciousness? Are you doing for everyone else all the time? Do you think that being everyone's superhero is actually creating the changes you and your body and everybody else requires and desires? Would you like to get down off the cross for consciousness? We are going to laugh and play and discover exactly what it is all about getting it down off the cross with my guest, Kathleen Connor. Now, Kathleen is an elementary school teacher. She's also an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, an energetic body worker, who inspires people to make expansive conscious choices. She's also one of the funniest women I have ever had the pleasure of playing with. Welcome, Kathleen, to the entire Radio Show. <laughs> Me? Funny? Well, how could you be thinking that? Well, <laughs> here because, um, you know, there's certain people just by being around them and laughing, it helps you with this topic that we're talking about, it helps you to stop crucifying yourself and get yourself off the cross when you can get around people that, like as you described, you're a possibilities coach. So when you can get back into possibility, it so helps with this this whole idea of um, 
getting off the cross for consciousness. So I'm excited to be talking about this topic. I'm thrilled too. And you you just nailed something. There was a huge energy that came up when you said, stop crucifying ourselves. So everywhere that you are crucifying yourselves, which is what you believe you have to do in order to get conscious, can we please all give that up to Jesus and destroy it on Christ? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, wrong, good, yes, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So Kathleen, when when you and I played together last year, so Kathleen actually came to Toronto for the <laughs> nailed it, that was funny. <laughs> Chrissy just said nailed it. Um I didn't mean to say that, but woo! Um, sure. Kathleen actually came to Toronto for the SOP, which is a, a class that Dr. Dane here facilitates. And Kathleen stayed with me in my home. And I don't even remember exactly how we got onto this subject, except that you saw a crucifix hanging in my home. And for all the listeners that maybe... There's a bumper sticker, too. Bumper sticker. Remember, there's some kind of bumper sticker. The bumper sticker sticker was after. Oh, okay. That was at the end of the the weekend. But I have... uh, My father had handmade a hundred crucifixes for our church's um, centennial event and gave one to each of our each of us kids and so it's sentimental to me and I, I really love it it's it's made out of um tree a tree uh branch and it's i think it's quite beautiful and kathleen kind of looked at it knowing that i in this time and space do not practice um my original uh, religion which is catholic um but that i do still hang it and we kind of would joke a little bit back and forth about it but then we started to get into a conversation about it do you recall any of that conversation, Kathleen, or just the uh, awareness yeah, I, of it? It's mostly that, um, for me at least, the conversation when it comes to this particular, um, well, let's call him superhero superhero of religion, um, Jesus in this case, that I think a lot of his message got lost and um, people use more of um, his message for crucifying themselves than they do for actually um, allowing themselves to have more ease and joy in their life. So that, you know, that wasn't exactly our conversation, but just the whole idea that uh, what I think, you know, of course, I haven't, I haven't met him and and what he, what Jesus had to say is not um, always clear because it's secondhand, right? But my sense is that so much of what he had to say was expansive and um, a chance for people to choose more and to have possibilities, and that's mm-hmm. not necessarily used uh, these days. You know? So it's really interesting because, you know, I, you and I have had conversation a little bit even since then, and I love what you just said, that like Jesus did invite us into choosing, he he did and and you know he sat down and he had broke bread with the thieves and the whores and the prostitutes and the the murderers he he, he didn't judge them and he invited them into more possibilities right yeah and yeah. you know he wasn't someone who actually um made them wrong for what they chose. He he didn't become, you know, judge and jury for their choices. He invited them to come out of that. 
Yes. And and yeah, what do we do? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say that whole idea of casting the first stone, that idea that um, any any judgment of anyone else or ourselves leads us away from um, a target of um, a more expansive, joyful, conscious life. But so many people have made judgment the way to become more, quote, religious. Um, and, and, like, for any place where we're religious with our judgment, um, can we destroy and uncreate that now? Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, boy shirts and beyond. Because it's just... Um, yeah, it's it's something that we've taken on. Like a lot of what we take out of religion is how to judge ourselves instead of how to actually be more conscious and aware and choose loving and caring and kindness. Hmm. Uh, Sue says, had no idea that this would be the discussion. I just had my nephew to visit. He and his family are very into the Christian faith. I asked him about his faith, and he said exactly this. Jesus is the invitation. It's so true. Thank you for that comment. It's it's so incredible. Jesus is the invitation. And then how much do we all bastardize what it meant? Like we had to get on the cross. We had to be the martyrs. We had to take on everybody else's shit. We had to have everybody like us. Jesus didn't give a shit if you loved him. He really didn't give a shit. He had a target to change the world. And he was willing to do what was required. He didn't want to get up on the cross. And he certainly didn't play the martyr all the time. But how many of us have bought into the lie that we have to do for everybody else in order to consider ourselves conscious, in order for us to be considered kind, and how much are we buying that from this man-made creation of religion from the from the aspect of judgment? Yes, and everything funny, I actually. brought up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy, shirts, and beyond. Because um, Sue was saying it's hard for her to see the invitation. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, my friend Ken, he, it's it's really. Uh, a different perspective on using the Jesus energy that I like to use that, that I find is more expansive is that if we're walking into a place where it's crowded and we kind of want to part the crowd and, and walk in, he will jokingly say, excuse me, Jesus coming through, Jesus coming through. <laughs> and, and I think that's the energy that Jesus really uh, was inviting us to be is like he said everything uh, you know what I, I might, I'm not going to say the words exactly but that whole idea of everything I am you can be that and more that we each are a gift here and if we can mm-hmm. come into the world like excuse me Jesus coming through just knowing that we are a gift for consciousness and only what we I mean we're the only ones that can deliver that gift you know. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have tears coming up right now, and I'm so grateful for everything that you're just saying, Kathleen. I I was raised in the Roman Catholic faith, and, and I went to church every day. And I enjoyed being in the, 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 the church. I enjoyed the energy of the building and the gorgeous, um, you know, stained glass windows and the amazingness and the 
the, the the massive possibilities that were in that church and when the songs I just loved all of it and I always knew that's where I first got the energy of possibility and then unfortunately when many of the sermons would come and many of the yes every day I went to church and many of the the sermons and the discussions would come up and you know and the gospel because a lot of it from the bible was man made a lot of that would come up. It would be layered in judgment. And I got so into confusion around that, you know? And and I just, I absolutely love what you're saying, our awareness of what Jesus actually did say. And, and what, you know, tap into the energy of that if that feels light for you. Because how much of what Jesus was saying was one thing, and we were all interpreting it in another way. The, the churches, like the religion, they are man-made. They, they, they were not something that Jesus created. He didn't say, okay, we all have to, you know, get together and we have to do this every day and all. That wasn't the way it was. He actually went out and walked among the people to make the difference. He wanted to go out and be with people, right? Yes, yeah. It's just, it's such an amazing difference when you really stack and look at it. And there are other people that are being a force in the world to show us that you don't have to follow some dogma, that you can follow your knowing and and really begin to make a difference. And you don't have to be up on a cross and do more than somebody else or be the, the big superhero of the world in order to make a contribution. Yes. Yeah. Just being you is a contribution. That's that's an amazing concept. Just be you. <laughs> <laughs> How many of us have had to do that though? <laughs> yeah, and and what we get into being you uh when you're not on the cross when we get back from our call. How does that sound, Kathleen? Or our break, yep. sorry. So if you would like to get in, you know what I mean, right? So please know that my brain's a little fried, guys, because this is an amazing class that I'm participating in. So if I go off the rails, somebody I'm sure will guide me. If you would like to get in touch with Kathleen Connors, this brilliant woman in the world, uh, you can get in touch with her website at exuberantlybeing.com. And um, if you would like to contact me, inspiredchoices.ca. And if you would like to come online and talk to the two of us, you can come to adazen.fm and come to the chat room. You can type your questions in there. We love the chat room. You can also hit the Skype button over on the left-hand side from the chat room, or you can call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or in Canada, 613-800-8736. And if you're listening in the future, please feel free to send Kathleen or myself an email, and I'll give those out after the break. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show.
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Being visible, being social, being heard. What desires are you ready to create? Would you like to take the next step to creating a potent presence on the web? Would it create more possibilities and expansion in your life? Beingvisible.ca offers website, social media, radio show creation, and more. Creating with consciousness, bringing the energy of you to your audience. Are you ready to connect with your audience clearly, regularly, and with ease? Christine MacGyver and Carol Glover work with individuals and organizations to create a powerful presence on the web. Personal attention and one-on-one -on -one training creates the ease with expanding you. Are you ready? Connect today at beingvisible.ca. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine MacGyver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255 Talk or Canada 613-800-8736 Or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Inspired Choices. I'm your host, Christine Kiver, and tonight I have my wonderful friend and guest, Kathleen Connor, and we are talking about will you get down off the cross for consciousness. So before we went for break, we were really talking a lot about Jesus and, and the invitation that Jesus was being in the world. And Kathleen, what, what, what else? I mean, you talk a lot about kids. You're an elementary school teacher, and um, you talk a lot about their awareness. Can you, how, how would they interpret all of this martyrism that so many adults pro project into the, to the world today? Um, I think there's so many levels of that, but I do notice when kids are really young, they don't even have to speak out loud to know, kind of know each other's needs, and there isn't much segregation, like um, kids play easily with other kids, and there's not much that um, kind of has kids judge each other. Um, but then as they get older, they they get more into that, and I noticed um, when I was a child, I was a bit of a rabble rouser, and and I was number four child. You know, probably had to be a rabble rouser just to get attention to some degree. But I also just enjoyed stirring up trouble, and I mean, it's probably just to keep myself uh, stimulated or, or excited to be alive or whatever. But 
Um, you know, that kind of thing, of course, got me in trouble a couple of times. And I then learned more about, um, I mean, part of it was already natural for me, but I, a part of what I tried to do as a kid is to get my parents to get along better. And I became, like, acutely aware of being the peacekeeper and kind of being the uh, diplomat or whatever. And so then out of that, as I grew uh, grew into an adult, so much of my time got really sucked, My not so much my time, my energy got sucked into how can I make other people around me happy. I'm pretty good at that. But I never really dove into, I mean, it was easier to keep other people happy at times than to really look at what is it that I desire? Um, what is it that I would like to choose? So, you know, this whole idea of where we are on the cross, we it's so easy to get pulled into what everyone else needs instead of really, like we talked about before, asking what is it that I have to contribute here in the world and how can I do that while being aware of everyone else but not excluding myself? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, there's so much coming up right now. Like, whew, holy moly. Um, so I'd like to talk about um, all the ways or some of the ways, Kathleen, that we actually get up on the cross. So you you nailed it. <laughs> again, there we go. You nailed it again. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm not trying to do punning, but maybe I am. Um uh the whole people pleasing because i was the ninth of 10 kids and there was a lot of emotion and trauma and drama and um i was the there were six girls and four boys and the sixth oldest in the family kind of moved on i was left with three brothers and myself and so you know mom really felt like when she was in a, a tough spot, she would confide in me, right? So I wanted to make my mother happy. I wanted to make my father happy. I wanted my brothers to stop fighting, you, you know, and then my siblings would come home with their their children, and I wanted to play with those children, and I wanted to make my siblings happy, so I would take their kids from them. Like, I'm telling you, I was like a freaking octopus trying to, you know, handle everybody's stuff. And so, I mean, People-pleasing is a huge way where we get up on the cross. Yeah, and Sue was asking what we mean by that. And, um, you know, you might mean something a little different than me, Christine, but when I talk about being getting off the cross for consciousness is generally being nailed to the cross and, and being a martyr or um, falling into that role um, comes out of justifying and defending who we are and uh, being in judgment of who we are. So when I'm talking about uh, being on the cross, it's that that place where we're judging either ourselves or others and then therefore, you know, coming from uh, being crucified. Um, and sometimes it's, it, whenever you're judging yourself or somebody else, you can't be fully aware of what really will work in a situation. So um, sometimes even when you're, like for me, I was def- last year at work, I was defending that things needed to be different at my school instead of being aware. And to some degree, you know, I got crucified by my boss because of that. So I wasn't really willing to like step off the cross and say, okay, instead of trying to defend or justify what needs to happen here, I need to really ask questions and be aware 
of what's really going to work and, and what I can do as a teacher at this school and what I really can't do and I have to let go of. Right. Okay, so something just pinged for me. So what is being conscious? So let's talk about that, all right? So when we say get down off the cross for consciousness, what does being conscious really mean? Well, in access consciousness, the, the, the modality that you and I are both involved in, what they talk about is being in awareness, being in allowance, and being in your awareness. So when we are being in allowance, we're in allowance of everything in the world with no judgment, including judgment. So being in allowance of everything. Um, and I'm going to go back to Jesus because we're talking about this so much. Jesus was in allowance of people's choices. He didn't go into the judgment. He did um, He did kick some people's backsides verbally when they would judge others because he didn't want that created in the world, right? And to be in awareness is is really like you're saying, being aware of everything that's being created around us and also a big piece is being aware of what other people can hear. So when we're cutting off our awareness, we are actually being superior bitches and pushing our points of view at other people. Yes. And that's getting up on the cross because we, we think that we are, we have to do it a certain way to be accepted and to, to, to save the world. Does the world really need saving? Or does the world require change and contribution? Yeah. <laughs> well, and also when you're looking at, for me, as a structure like a school, then asking questions not from, I mean, there was a time when um, I heard at a, at a class that any belief, any belief you have comes from polarity, so it doesn't allow you to be in total awareness when you're coming from belief. And so to some degree, when I was at school, I had this belief that things should be better for the kids at school. I had this belief that things should look a certain way. So I wasn't really coming from the awareness of what really can happen at my school and asking questions about how to get it maybe in a totally different way than the way I was going about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that whole idea of that we think we have to have beliefs and hold on to them and justify them, even if it means, you know, in Jesus's case, even if it means getting nailed to the cross. So really what else is possible in terms of being effective, um, like you said, in terms of change here? Well, you know, a belief actually requires a judgment. Right. Yeah. We have to judge that it's right or wrong or good or bad. Where if we can choose, if we can step into choice around this, this works for me. Being kind works for me as opposed to saying, "Uh, I believe in kindness. Can you feel the difference in the energy of those two? Yes. I believe in kindness. That doesn't mean I'm going to be kind, okay? There's a big difference. Listen, listen, bitch. <laughs> well, and just, you know, to some degree, like there's some people in my life that, um, you know, there's some things that I really don't enjoy, but the other thing that, that I do enjoy people that can be straightforward to some degree. And one of my friends just said, um, 
you know, if I had, if I came across a lot of extra money, I don't have a compassion gene, so I wouldn't give it away. So what would I do with it? And I was just like, that's interesting <laughs> that, that, you know, that they could be so straightforward about, you know, I'm not going to give it away, you know. I don't have that compassion gene, whatever that is. I <laughs> <laughs> can be willing to be straight about what's true for you, you know. <laughs> right. What is true for you? And and so wherever someone is going into judgment of you, of your choices, would you be willing to ask, what is true for me? What is true for me? I mean, Kathleen, you and I do not have to agree on everything, and I, I'm we haven't found some, we haven't talked enough to find some places that we definitely don't agree, but it we can just have conversations and go, well, that's cool, that's not true for me, that's true for you. And and what's yeah. true for you today may not be true for you tomorrow. And it's just a choice. Yeah. And what if each and every one of us was to check in with what is true for me, what will work for me today, what will work for me in this moment, in these 10 seconds, in speaking with my family, in talking to my body, in playing in my business, what if we were to do that from the space of expansion and contribution to the world and to all the beings, most especially ourselves? What would that create as opposed to what's the right thing for me to do? Yeah. How much more how much more would we actually expand into possibilities if we were to ask questions and stay out of the right and the wrong. Because the right and the wrong and the good and the bad is what we, essentially I believe you and I are talking about when we're talking about getting down off the cross. Well, it might not seem that, um, like it, it sometimes is kind of hidden, that whole right, wrong, good, bad, and like sometimes hidden in positive and negative. Like a lot of people don't realize the judgment, the positive judgment can nail them uh, more more so than negative judgment. Like if they always have to be pleasing people and get the positive judgment, that can be a, another way where you keep yourself stuck to the cross instead of being conscious as well. Right. So, so everywhere where you're nailing yourself to the cross and judging yourself, would you please all destroy and uncreate all that times of God's plan? Yes, please. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. I had no idea where this conversation was going to go. How about you, Kathleen? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. When I first when I saw you first post it, I cringed. And I'm like, oh, if I'm cringing, then that's going to be a good topic. <laughs> <laughs> and especially three, day, <laughs> especially three days after Easter. Yeah. 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 You know, it's... it's um, go ahead. <laughs> No, you no, you go. You're my guest. No, I was just I was just thinking of um, a friend of mine that has a daughter and a son, and um, the the daughter, or I think the daughter said something on Easter about like, oh, Jesus has risen, and the and the boy who's only like I don't know four or five goes, Jesus is a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's all perspective, right? It is all perspective. And how much was Jesus showing us that, number one, we never die. 
Number two, there's another possibility. And number yeah. three, you won't, you know, each day, each day can be different. And we're number four, you don't have to be a zombie. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so everywhere you're buying that you have to be a zombie in order to hear what Kathleen and I are saying, <laughs> will you please just turn and create all that? That's a good well, in any place where you bought that you have to be the martyr or the victim to really feel like alive here, like you have to have you have to be the victim. You know, or you matter. Or, yeah, or that you matter, right. So you have to be the martyr or the victim to, to matter, to fit in here, or to feel really alive. Can you destroy and uncreate all of that? Now, please, time to go. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> right, right, wrong. Give that pot, pot, gold, and boy shorts, man. Um, and Carol so, says number uh, five. Some people are just jerks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, another story about perspective around it is that um, there's a a child that was raised mo uh, more in the Buddhist tradition, um, and he wasn't really around Christianity very much, and. Um, his parents brought him out, I think, to like some kind of shopping mall where he saw, I think, Jesus on the cross out in public for the first time. And one of his main reference points was the movie Life of Brian. And um, there's a little song in there um, where they sing, always look at the bright side of life. And so that was his reference point for seeing Jesus on the cross. So that's what he said to his parents. He's just like, oh, look, always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> and I thought, wow, Jesus probably would have loved that, you know. Right, um, right. That's a diff totally different perspective. Instead of having this, like, martyr victim thing that carries right. on through the ages, you know, can you give it a different right. possibility? Yeah. Exactly. You know, it... Um, I just want to touch, come back to the, the point about what does it mean when we are on the cross. You know, I, I it really bothers me, um, and I do I do need to be more in allowance of it. But it does bother me when I see people putting themselves last in their life, and you know, putting everybody else's choices and happiness and desires ahead of themselves. That's another place where we be the martyrs in our lives and we don't actually have our own backs and step up for what it is that we desire and require. E each of us came into this, this time and space, into these bodies, to, number one, play, have fun, create new possibilities, and be a contribution to each other. But that doesn't mean everybody else goes ahead of us. And, it, you know... Wherever we've bought that we have to put other people ahead of us, that we have to ignore our own desires, that we we actually came here and suffering was, you know, that's what life was all about, was suffering and life is hard and that's just the way it is. Would we please step into a new possibility for what it is that we do have that we can contribute? Because when we're being us, when we're really being us, we wouldn't put anyone last, which includes us. Yeah. And ev everywhere where we bought that everybody else should be ahead of us, can we please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Right. 
Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere in any lifetime where you were connected to a modality, a cult, a religion, a belief system, uh, a set of points of views that had you be the martyr, be the be crucified for um, for everybody else's um, desires. Could we please revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of your connection points to all of that? Woo! <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pox, pot, all nine shorts, poison, beyond. You may want to listen to this call more than once <laughs> if this if any of this is ticking you off right now, if you're having some massive points of view about what I'm saying, what Kathleen is saying. <laughs> I feel like everybody is just sitting there with their mouths open. What do you think, Kathleen? Well, I, I know some people kind of take it to the, um, what they think about having them be present in their life means that they have to push other people away and they have to have boundaries, you know, like, um, they have to kind of establish healthy boundaries, as, as some people would say. And what mm -hmm. I learned in Access is that um, what they call the kingdom of we is you really have all barriers down, all boundaries down. And if you're up against somebody like Sue was describing, like maybe some family members that have a lot of judgment attached to religion, you keep, mm -hmm. instead of putting up a barrier to it or a boundary, just having all your barriers down and being willing to be aware of it without a point of view. So mm -hmm. coming from the kingdom of E, what the difference is, instead of going out there, it's like, I'm going to put myself first. And then you kind of like close everybody else out. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about um, how to, to uh, I'm sorry, my, my screen just went off. So I got distracted. How to be aware of everyone else and still choose for you and everyone else. Like if you're aware of what other people need, you can actually manipulate them in a way that you get what you need, but they don't feel like they don't get what they need. So can you talk right. about that a little bit, Christine? Oh my gosh. I Manipulation is one of my favorite topics. And uh, a lot of people, when I speak to people and clients uh, about manipulation, they immediately go into, we're trying to trick somebody or we're trying to put one over on somebody. And manipulation is it's actually a, a potent tool. And the very first thing that I want to tell everyone is you cannot manipulate anyone that does not desire to be manipulated. You cannot. You do not have free will over someone else. You only have your own free will. So if you were to look at manipulation from a different perspective, if you're a woman who is giving birth to a child and the child actually gets stuck in some way, the doctor actually helps to manipulate the child out of your womb to save both the child's life and your life. You manipulate around car accidents. You manipulate around people walking out in front of you, you know, out, out onto the street. We manipulate, um, you know, baking bread. I used to break bread all the time, and I would manipulate the dough into the form and structure that I wanted to create. You know, artists manipulate the canvas. There's, we manipulate, I manipulate websites. We manipulate around technology challenges on the radio. Manipulation is not this evil creation. 
And when we can invite our people into more possibilities with our manipulation. So how much are we manipulating, Kathleen, when we are actually being an interesting point of view? We are, we're not buying into somebody else's limitations. Where we yeah. are manipulating them into another possibility. Because we're not going down the rabbit hole of limitation and judgment and wrongness of that person. When, when, you know, when someone comes at me with their strong points of view, the more space that I can be and the more um, allowance I can be and total interesting point of view, they can't hit up against a limitation that I put up, a wall that I put up. And that's a form of manipulation, manipulating them into a possibility that might take them out of anger, rage, fury, and hate. And yes. who doesn't who doesn't desire more joy and possibility as opposed to the anger? Yes. Well, and people don't usually think of this as manipulation, but when you consciously allow somebody else to get what they're asking for, knowing that it's going to work better for you, that, and when you're consciously choosing that, that can be manipulation. And also when you're consciously choosing vulnerability and kindness when other people aren't, that's another mm-hmm. form of manipulation because it's like you said, they have nothing to kind of um, grab onto to get you into you know, shame or blame or guilt or all, all the uh, different distraction implants that we go into that nail us back to the cross, right? Absolutely. We're nailed to the cross with our points of views and our judgments and our anger. When, you know, if you begin to, if you're a seeker and if you're listening to this call and if you've listened this far in, you're a seeker of more possibilities. Oftentimes when we begin to step into, uh, and I I believe, Kathleen, you've said this has occurred in your life, when we start to step into more possibilities and we step out of, uh, we continue to choose out of the judgment, those that we've been in, in relationship with, often our family members, they go into a great deal of um, push. I often call it like um, we change the dance. So if you're dancing with someone, and I know you're a, a lover of dancing, Kathleen, if you change the dance when you're dancing with someone, they want to pull you back into the old dance. And when you continue to change the dance, they will actually get louder to pull you back. And especially family members or, or you know, relationships that we're in, when we are choosing out of the hardness, the form and structure of, of the way it should be, when we are choosing out of that, they will often go, get even stronger. And sometimes those relationships may change very dynamically and sometimes they may even come to... To, to no longer exist in your life. And yeah. all the places and spaces where we've gone into judgment that that is wrong, can we please just try and create all of that? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because what if you choosing more for you and you choosing to be an interesting point of view around anyone's choices and them choosing to no longer be in your life is actually the contribution that's required for more possibilities for them. What if? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because when we're no longer, you know, like you were talking about earlier, Kathleen, when you're no longer the people pleaser, right? 
if you're a, if you're a recovering people pleaser like I am, <laughs> it sounds like Kathleen is too. If you're a recovering people pleaser, some you know it's, it's oftentimes very difficult for us to not want to um, take care of those people in our lives. And what if us no longer choosing to play that role actually invite them into taking care of themselves and choosing greater for themselves? Wow. So we are going to go for a break, and um, while wow, this call went really fast, <laughs> and I'm really enjoying it, so <laughs> I, ho- I hope everyone listening is enjoying it too. So we're going to go for a quick break. You are listening to Kathleen and Christine talking about crosses and consciousness and all things possible here on Inspired Choices radio show on a to zen.fm. So stay tuned, and we will be back shortly. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Being visible, being social, being heard. What desires are you ready to create? Would you like to take the next step to creating a potent presence on the web? Would it create more possibilities and expansion in your life? Beingvisible.ca offers website, social media, radio show creation, and more. Creating with consciousness, bringing the energy of you to your audience. Are you ready to connect with your audience clearly, regularly, and with ease? Christine MacGyver and Carol Glover work with individuals and organizations to create a powerful presence on the web. Personal attention and one-on-one training creates the ease with expanding you. Are you ready? Connect today at beingvisible.ca. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine MacGyver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815 815- 880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. (laughs) 
Welcome back, everyone. I'm Christine, your host tonight. We're having some fun in the chat room. You know, you meet, read one word wrong and you take the whole context. It just flips all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see how that might get you a little bit thrown off, that mass as the state versus the uh, ritual that Catholics do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and just so we're clear, okay, guys, if you choose church, I have no point of view about that. I mean, that's fine if that works for you. And if it's not working for you, do you know that there's another possibility? There's another choice available to you. Um, again, no wrongness, uh, just a strongness in the world. It's uh, choice is a strongness in the world that creates more possibilities. So. Anyways, Kathleen, before we go, we've, we don't have many, very many minutes left. Um, what are you creating and contributing in the world? Where in the world can people find you? And uh, what are the infinite possibilities that are happening for you? Well, that's a broad question. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I have my, uh, my own radio show, and I just teamed up with two other facilitators. My original radio show was Growing Up Conscious because I work with kids and we were covering lots of topics of that. But now I'm adding Tina, not Tina, Tina Rice and uh, Kim Malama Lucian. Uh, together, all three of us are creating a radio show called Super Scoop of Consciousness. And um, that's why it's so interesting for me to be on this late because that usually is at 6 a.m. Oregon time for me. Um, so that, that we have our own radio show. You can look for Super Scoop of Consciousness on A to Zen. Then um, my email is Kathleen at accessconsciousness.com. If you want to check in with me about what's going on um, in Oregon, for one, and also what kinds of uh, telecalls or other things I'm, I'm playing with, depending on what's going on. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of a, a fluid thing, depending on, on um, what's coming up, but I'm looking at the global bars class that's coming up and looking at whether I can host that and all sorts of things. So I could talk about it for hours, but essentially just contact me either on Facebook or Kathleen at accessconsciousness.com if you want to find out what's going in and uh, going on in my world or in Oregon. I'm close cool. to Portland, Oregon. And Portland, Oregon. And Kathleen, do you do um, one-on-one sessions with individuals? Of course I do. I love that. So I do both body work and coaching sessions. So it doesn't even have to be somebody local that we can do by Skype, of course. Yes. Right. So you do Skype sessions. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yes. And if you've never had a Skype session with someone who has the capacity to do both body work and um and um, coaching work, give it a, a try. You, If somebody pops for you, if somebody resonates for you, you don't have to always be in person. It's absolutely phenomenal, the contribution that people can be through the phone, through through Skype. It's um, I'm telling you, Skype has got to be one of the greatest inventions, at least in, from my point of view, because I love connecting with people all around the world. And I have friends all around the world that I speak to from Australia, South Africa, you know, all through the United States, Europe, everywhere. And it really breaks down the barriers and allows you into more possibilities. So that's fantastic. Well, Kathleen, what's the last thing that you would like to tell um, all of our listeners about consciousness and getting down off the cross? Well, it's, it's kind of the first thing I said, but just to say it again, 
that each and every one of us is a gift for uh, consciousness and contributes to consciousness. So just be willing to be the gift that you be by being yourself and um, not judging yourself and just enjoy being here. That's wonderful. And what just popped for me when you were saying that is, do you know that the contribution you be does not have to be this massive, monstrous, big standout event in order for you to make a change, in order for you to make a contribution in the world to both you, the earth, and the other beings here that are desiring more possibilities. You walking down the street, smiling at someone that hasn't received any kindness today can be the contribution for change that has been required in the world. You being you, with no point of view of what's right or wrong, can make such a massive difference. And please do not discount that. Jesus did not get up on the cross to be a martyr. So as Marianne Williamson says, will you please get down off the cross because we need the wood. Please, everywhere in your life where you continue, I know it's my favorite, everywhere in your life where you continue to be on the cross, will you please, please choose again because the difference you can make is actually what we desire and require. The earth requires it as well. So thank you, Kathleen, so much for joining me this week. I was so happy to have you on, and it, it, it seems like it was a long show, a long time coming, this show. So yeah, if you well. would like to... If you would like to connect with me, I'm actually setting up some new classes, um, the Right Body for You Taster classes, Bars classes, Foundations and Level 1 classes. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your questions and your comments. You can connect with me at inspiredchoices.ca. My email is christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Facebook, Inspired Choices. And uh, I would love to share more with you the possibilities about what what is going on in the world. Connect with us next week's show will be part two of Business for Creatives, Weirdos, and Humanoids. I would love to have your questions. What is it that you desire to change in the world, to create in the world? Let's get some more possibilities going for all of us. Have a brilliant week, everyone. Choose for you. And remember, you can always make another choice. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.